sitting here looking out of the window and it's raining outside and I'm just remembering how much I used to love the rain as a kid and I remember going outside um, as the rain came down and playing in the puddles and really thinking about um, nothing at all just playing just being free um, and getting all wet coming in the house taking a shower and getting a cup of hot cocoa from my grandmother um, boy those were the days even now I still like the rain I just don't like to be outside in the rain so from the comfort of my own house and my own comfy blankie I can look out the window and see that it's raining um, and since I'm sitting upstairs I can't even see the cars below and how they may be affected by the rain I simply see the fact that it's beautiful and that the rain is coming down and besides the fact that it's kind of giving me a headache because when it rains and storms it affects my head um, however it's beautiful it's gorgeous until I have to go outside in it. And then the whole story changes. Why? Because I can control how the rain affects me when I'm inside the house. But when I have to go out and be in the midst of a storm, then it becomes unpredictable. Then I'm not sure how my car will respond, if I'll spin out of control, if the car behind me is going to slide into me. There's so many variables, especially living in a desert. Oftentimes we have flash floods. So ground is too hard to absorb all the water. And so the water kind of just sits on the ground, making it so much easier for you to hydroplane and so much easier for you to end up stranded in what you thought was a little puddle, but ended up being darn near a lake. Okay, so now you're stuck. There's so much unpredictability in storms. Um, and I think that's just how life is sometimes. Sometimes we, we go through life and life is good and we're like, I can handle this or I can handle looking at someone else in the storm and I can tell them all about the things they should do because they're in the midst of a storm. And if I was there, this is what I would do knowing full well, if we were in the middle of a storm, it becomes so unpredictable. We're not even sure what we would do. That reminds me a lot of just the children of Israel. Um, they fought or they were in a lot of storms in their lives. And like us, they put themselves in those, a lot of those situations. Um, but back in Exodus chapter 14, Moses is being a deliverer. He's being what God has called him to be. And he's there to get the people of Israel out of Egypt. And, you know, they gave Moses a hard time. And I think it's because oftentimes, although we're crying out for deliverance, as they did for many, many years, crying out for deliverance, but when deliverance comes and it doesn't come the way we anticipated that it should, we often reject that deliverance. And isn't it like God constantly sends us he sends us the answer and the deliverance and the breakthroughs but it doesn't always come wrapped up the way and packaged the way we think it should so we're hesitant we're delayed and I think it's because we're just control freaks okay I'll say this I'm a control freak um, 
I like to be in control. I like to have predictability. I want to know what's going on before it happens. I'm that kind of person. It's like, just lay it out there. Give it to me straight. But I need to know what's kind of going on. Right. And I want to make sure that I'm going to be comfortable as we are going through. But what I'm learning from the Israelites as I see their fear is because they're out of control is to learn to trust the process. Trust the process that God has us on. Trust that he knows exactly what he's doing. I mean, after all, he is God and we're not. And we don't see every aspect of the picture. But Moses is trying to encourage the Israelites. So here's the situation. They are escaping Egypt. They come up against what the Bible calls the Red Sea. So here we are. We're up against the Red Sea. On the two sides of them are mountains. And behind them is the enemy they're fleeing from. So pretty much they're screwed, right? Or at least they think they are. They are up against obstacles that are beyond their control. They can't control the movement of the mountains. They can't control the Red Sea that's in front of them. And they can't control the enemy who's pursuing them. Who, by the way, had his own issues. I mean, you can go, you got to stay. You can go, you got to, he was all over, Pharaoh was all over the place. But here they stand in the middle of this storm. And so much is so unpredictable. And just like us, or I should say me, when we are in unpredictable storms, we lash out out of fear. So they begin to tell Moses, what? They didn't have any graves in Egypt? You had to bring us to this desert to die? You know, you know why didn't we told you a long time ago to leave us alone that we would just serve the Egyptians. Now, we all know that was a lie because they kept crying out to God, deliver us, deliver us, deliver us. And so here God is delivering them, but that deliverance is not packaged the way they thought. And so they are afraid and they're scared of the storm and they're not trusting the process. So warrior princesses, I want you to know that the process is necessary. The process is what molds us and shapes us, sanctifies us so that when we get to the next destination, we are stronger and better and more able to handle what's to come. Let's grab uh, Exodus chapter 14. So the people, I said, are talking against Moses, like you brought us here to die. 13, so it's chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid, right? So he already knows. God has already given Moses the words. He knows that their lashing out has everything to do with the fact that they are afraid of the process because it's unpredictable and they are control freaks. Do not be afraid. Stand firm. You will see the deliverance the Lord will bring to you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Watch 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Uh Uh-oh. That is something we as control freaks don't really know how to do. And that is to be still. Um, and God is saying, trust this process. 
But in this process, I don't need you to do anything. I need you to be still. Watch me work. Watch me fight this battle for you. Now, I'm in a battle right now. And I will, I will admit to you, the one thing I keep asking in prayers is, God, what do you want me to do? What do you need me to do? Because as control freaks, we have to do. We want to put our hands in it. We want to get involved in it. And oftentimes when we put our hands in it and we get involved, we mess it up. We literally make it worse than what it is. That storm goes on longer than it should. Um, Ask the Israelites once they get into the wilderness and they should have been on a three-day journey to the promised land, maybe even a week, but it ends up being 40 years in a wilderness. Why? Because we like to put our hands in it as control freaks. We want to, we want to make sure that it's predictable for us. And what I have discovered is that the situation is oftentimes going to be unpredictable. And in those times it's scary and we lash out in our feelings, but our feelings are not facts. They're just feelings. And if we would learn to really embrace the process, trust the process, we'll be a lot better on the other end. So I promise you, as chaotic as the storm may be, trust the process. You will be thankful in the long run. Until next time, remember to fight life battles God's way with both crown and sword. See you soon.